You're listening to the Tidy Revival Podcast, where we explore the stories and emotions behind decluttering and home organization. I'm your host, Carly Adams, home organizer and creator of the clutter-free home process. Now, this is the time where I remind you that this is not a show for little ears. If your kids are in the room, please pause now. This show has an explicit rating. We're going deep. We're going through your shit while we're going through your shit. Now, let's get started. Review of the week. This review of the week is by HMCTAGG, and it is called Easy Practical Advice. It says Carly makes organizing less intimidating and more approachable. Her focus is on real world solutions that are within budget and work for you. So excited she's bringing this wealth of knowledge to podcasting. Thank you. Thank you so much for your review. I really appreciate it. And it's so great to the reviews really help us get the word out about the podcast. So if you are so inclined, if you are loving the podcast episodes, please be sure to rate and review it so that we can reach more folks. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited you're here. Today, I am talking about conquering your laundry. And this might not be thought of as an emotional topic offhand, but let me tell you it is because this comes up all the time when I'm working with clients and students. And it can fall under an emotional issue because it's really hard to realize sometimes where your cog in the system is. But I'm going to run through it. I'm going to run through the thing that I see the most often that can help you get to where you want to go. Before I really dive into this, I want to talk about or just let you know that I have recently contributed to an article on Porsche.com, and it is called Mastering the Art of Laundry, How to Sort, Wash, and Organize Your Clothes for Optimal Care. And this is kind of a roundup post with a ton of advice from a bunch of different organizers, people who are really good, who work in like the cleaning space of things. So a bunch of different people have contributed to this, and there's just a rundown of so many tips from storage and organization, hacks that you can do, uh, creating better laundry routines, the biggest mistake in a chaotic laundry routine, all these different things. And I talk about keeping a clutter-free laundry room. So I've got like five different tips in this roundup as well. And it's a, it's a big article. There's just a ton of tips in here. And so wanted to make sure that you check that out if this is something that is on your to-do list of things to get organized in your life. So we will link that in the show notes and it will also be on the blog. And if you have any questions about that, feel free to let me know. Are we friends on social media yet? Whether your jam is Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, or Facebook, follow us at Tidy Revival for tips and updates. Okay, so the biggest issue that I see all the time with folks is that they are trying to conquer something that I have heard dubbed, and I think this is so, so accurate, Laundry Mountain. And that is when you just cannot seem to keep up with the amount of laundry being created in your household. Now, if what I'm describing 
is something that you can't relate to, honestly, this article might, I mean, article, (laughs) honestly, this blog post might not be for you, but a lot of people, this is a big issue for them. And it becomes emotional because it can be very draining. It can be very stressful and it can be hard to imagine staying on top of it. So what I want to suggest is really re-examining not only how you do your laundry and your laundry routine, which can be important, but usually it's not as simple as like, okay, well, you should do a small load every day, which works for some people and not other people, or you should do all of it on one day a week, which works for some people and not all people, or you should do, you know, a one every two weeks works for some people, not other people. But I will say that a hundred percent of the time, if I'm talking to someone and they just are really having an ongoing issue with not being able to fully complete their laundry and it's like this never ending vicious cycle, I would say that 95% of the time, the issue can really be traced back to it's not how often you're doing the laundry. Sometimes folding can be a hard part, but really, usually, it can be traced back to if everything was clean, would you be able to put it away? And I would say 95% of the time, the answer is no. It's an overstuffed closet. It's overstuffed drawers. It's just really not having the storage space to put everything away if everything is clean, which means by necessity, you basically have to live out of your hampers. What I found is like the hampers Those are generally the clean clothes that people are using the most. The space where you have clothes that you might not use, want, need, love, or can be generally re-examined are going to be in the closets. They're going to be in the drawers because you never even are able to get to those spaces. Now, a lot of times it's really hard to find the bandwidth to go through those spaces And that's really a time management issue, not even a time management issue, but like a setting aside the time issue, because we're all, there's a lot going on in all of our lives. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's the easiest thing in the world to carve out time to go through all your clothing. But if you have a laundry mountain situation, it's going to be something that you'll really need to make the time for so that we can fix the cog in the system and get get these trains running on time. So what we'll need to do is reduce the amount of things until you've reduced to the point where everything can be put away when it's clean. Then we can go through, get the laundry done, get it folded and put it away. But you first need to be able to put it away. That's going to be the most important thing. This episode is brought to you by the Clutter-Free Home Process, my online course community that teaches you the process I use with every client, including how to declutter and get things out of your home. Yes, including the tough stuff. We're also going to create simple systems and learn how to maintain it, all with personalized support and accountability along the way for six months. Learn more at tidyrevival.com forward slash course. So then we, then it really becomes an issue of, okay, how do I, you know, put things away? And later on this year, I am planning an episode, nothing settled yet. So I really shouldn't say too much, but I am really, I'm aiming to be talking with a pal of mine who we have talked about decluttering your closet 
extensively together. And so my goal is to have them on so we can really go through this more in depth. So I'm not going to dig into that so much, but I will say that on top of decluttering, if you are just really, really limited in space, seasonal switches can definitely help. For kiddos, it's also often a matter of, you know, have we outgrown the size of clothes and it's just been really hard to find the time to switch that over. That's really, really common as well. A kiddo hack that I love, especially, I mean, for all all kids, all kids are grown. So a kiddo hack that I love is to have a two bins in the closet, you know, maybe like up on a shelf, it doesn't need to be lower, it doesn't need, need to be at hand, but two bins going in the closet at any one time. One for clothes that are too big, then maybe you've gotten there the next size up, they're going to be ready to go. You're going to want them loaded in the chamber, ready to go, but you don't need them in the rotation yet. That's one bin. The second bin is a donation bin. Helpful if you can see through it so that even if it's even if it's kind of like a wicker or a plastic wicker or something where there's some holes in it so you can kind of see the levels, it doesn't have to be completely see-through. If that's not your jam, that's fine. But if you can see into it a little bit, it's helpful because then you can see when it's getting full and you can say to yourself, okay, that's that's enough. Time to make a little don- donation run. But the hack is that as you are going to put away the clothes for the kiddos or in the morning, you're going to get ready and you realize that thing is now too small. We're not putting it back in the drawer. We're putting it in the donation bin. So we're just getting it out the door. We're taking that first step. If you're doing that on an ongoing basis and you're going to be spending less time for future you going through tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of clothes at one time, I will say I spend a fair chunk of time with parents going through kiddo clothes, just letting go of sizes that are too small. Because it's, it's hard to find time for. So this is why this hack is so important because you can make, you know, it can be a 10 second decision in the moment that adds up to you saving yourself a couple of hours of time in the future. So that's, that's a hack well worth it. Hey, hon, are you looking to jumpstart your organization? Check out my free printable decluttering guide to give you inspiration on where to start. Just head to tidyrevival.com forward slash guide to get started. And then a couple of things to think about as you're clearing out your closet as well that can help you. I like to call these the numbers rule and the space rule. And just as a little plug, if you like what I have to say about rules, these rules, and I'm using the term rule like very loosely, but if you're the type of person who likes a bunch of hacks about organization and decluttering. If you have not taken my free class yet, I want to make sure to let you know about that as a resource to you as well. That's at tidyrevival.com forward slash free class. It'll also be linked in the show notes. And in about 45 minutes of your time where I'm just giving you a ton and ton and ton of tips. And um, yeah, it's a good time. And it's called how to how to create a clutter-free home without giving up all your free time. So I'd love to share that with you as well. Okay, so two of the biggest rules that I use in so many different spaces, the numbers rule and the space rule. These are tips that can help you figure out what the right number of something is for you. Not the right number for me because it's not my job to say, you should have six shirts, you should have two pairs of pants. That's not it. 
And even though I do love minimalism and even though it has changed my life, the right number for me might not be the right number for you. So this isn't about me converting you to minimalism. And it's not about me telling you you have to get rid of everything. This is about me helping you figure out how much is right for you so that you can fit your damn clothes into your closet and that you're having less stress in the morning. I will say, I know I talk about this constantly, but it really has had like a, I don't use this term lightly, but it has had a profound impact in my life. And that is to have a seasonal wardrobe switch so that I have a little capsule wardrobe of things that I can pull from every season. I do, I do actually do this four times a year and I have for years. Like I want to say, oh gosh, at least seven years I've been doing this. And it, it's been the easiest thing for me to keep up with because it's made my life so much easier and I end up saving so much time. But the seasonal switch helps me have a selection of clothing that's smaller every season, but I've already gone through it. I know I, u- I use it. I love it. I want it. I feel confident in it. I know it fits me. It's appropriate for the season. So I don't have to think in the morning. I can just say top, bottom, go. Top, bottom, go. Top, bottom, go. Versus spending 45 minutes trying on outfits. Being like, well, oh, this isn't, it's not right. I don't, I don't know. Do I love it? Do I hate it? And that's what I used to do every damn morning. And it was exhausting and it was frustrating. And sometimes I wanted to cry. Sometimes I did cry. And I have not cried getting ready for the day in so long, so long. And even when I have, you know, like I needed to do speaking recently out in the world, I had to wear regular pants and everything. It wasn't even on the internet. And I thought to myself, I think think it was that morning where as I was going to sleep, I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about an outfit. And then the next thought was, okay, I needed to go from a client session to the speaking engagement. So I needed to be able to wear something where maybe I was doing a few switches, but not have it be too intense because it was a quick turnaround. Like I had to change my shirt in a Starbucks parking lot and change my shoes and, or sorry, change my shirt in a Starbucks bathroom and change my shoes in the parking lot and just kind of go. But I decided what to wear in less than two minutes in my head. And that wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. It would have been me you know, going shopping late at night, the night before, crying in a dressing room. And that is based on a true story. So seasonal switches, they help. But even more than that, I know I just went on a little bit of a tangent. It's okay. The numbers rule and the space rule. So numbers rule is figuring out the right number of items that is the right number for you of any given thing to help you make decisions on whittling things down. So that could be as simple as you saying to yourself, How many pairs of underwear is the right number for me? Now, depending on how often you do laundry, that could vary person to person of the kind of underwear you like to have, or if you like to have a selection, you want to have some thongs, you want to have some, you know, briefs, whatever, whatever the case may be, everybody's number could be a little bit different. Mine is probably around like a 17, 17 to 20, that's probably going to be a magic number for me. Yours could be much more. And that's fine. Again, it's not about me telling you the rules about a number. It's about you figuring out what's right for you. I generally go up to 14 days without doing laundry. So that's 14 days plus a little bit of wiggle room, right? But even if I'm 
going traveling for, even if I'm going traveling for two weeks, honestly, the longer the trip, the less I'm packing. So if I'm traveling, I have a trip coming up that's about two weeks long. And I know that um, I'll probably be doing laundry once and it'll be in the middle. So that's how much underwear I need, right? So those are the things I'm thinking about, about the numbers rule. Closely related is the space rule. So how much space are you willing to dedicate to whatever that type of thing is? That could be you having a section of your closet that's for your jeans. And maybe that section of your closet holds eight pairs of jeans. So you know that if you have more than eight pairs of jeans, it's spilling out and it is stressing you out. So maybe eight is the right number for you. And you're kind of doing a one in, one out and some seasonal rotation switches, right? It could be you saying you have this this section of drawer for your swimsuits. And if you're spilling out of that, then it's stressing you out and you need to whittle down your collection until it fits in that space. So using the space to figure out how much is right for you. But I always say that at the end of the day, you could use all of the organizational hacks in the world and you will run out of space at some point, which is why the seasonal switches are so good for so many people because you can be a little bit more creative with your space or you could create a limited selection so that your brain doesn't have to think as much about the clothes that you're not even going to wear. So like I have a couple of occasion dresses hanging in my closet, but they're not right in front of my face that I, they're not in the selection of things that I look at every single day. They're around the corner behind my, my door. That's where my husband's suits are. That's where I actually have a lot of my work clothes over there as well and some of my sweatshirts. So the things that are in front of my face are the things that it's like, am I going to go hang out and don't want to look super like, you know, sweatpants around the house. <laughs> Do I want to get dress dressed? Here's the clothes. This is what I'm choosing from. Like it, top, bottom, go. So that can be really, really helpful. But the key to laundry, it's sometimes hard to imagine, but the key to laundry is cleaning out your closet. It really is. And if you want more tips than that, again, that porch article is there for you. My tips, bunch of other people's great tips as well. That'll be in the show notes. If you have any questions about this, feel free to connect with me. You know, we would love to make sure that your questions are answered for a question of the week or a future episode. So we love to hear from you. DM, email. You can always email me, carly at tidyrevival.com. We love hearing from you. We love hearing your thoughts about the pod. And thank you so much for hanging out today. Question of the week. This week, the question that I got was actually from a workshop that I led recently, and it was all about decluttering through grief. And one of the participants was sharing a story about inheriting her mother's home, but because her mother tended to have a lot of stuff, it's been taking a really long time to go through it. And now she's essentially inherited living with too much stuff. And emotionally, it's just been really difficult for her. And while I don't want to necessarily share the specifics of the question just for her, you know, her privacy, and we talked more depth in the workshop, I just, it made me want to share in case anyone else is going through this sort of thing that 
it's important to think about what we want as far as our own legacy and also how much space we want to live with now. Because when you're inheriting the feeling of having too much stuff, it can be so, so overwhelming. And working through it is definitely a hard process, but it's worth it. And the thing that's really going to help you keep going is to think about your why. And that why can be directly related to how much space you want in your life. And that can be really helpful. If you have a question of the week, I would love to hear it. If you would like more information about free Q&A calls that we will have coming up in the future, feel free to keep in touch with us. We are make sure to send that out in our newsletter each week and just DM us to get started. Or you can visit our website for different ways that you can stay up to date on what we're up to at tidyrevival.com. And it's linked in the show notes as well. Thank you for tuning in today. If you want to learn more about how I can help you, head to tidyrevival.com to learn more about how I work with people one-on-one or in the clutter-free home process private community. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you'll always have access to the latest show. We would also love to hear your takeaways. Feel free to tag us at Tidy Revival on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. The Tidy Revival podcast is written and hosted by me, Carly Adams, and edited by Brittany McLean. Title song, Maverick, is by Dresden the Flamingo. And until next time, remember that you got this.